Hi, this is Hannah Asha Omiragi. I would like to have a talk with you. But before we start, can we have a session of prayer? Lord Jesus, we thank you for your mercies and love over our lives. We thank you because your ways are perfect and past finding out. We thank you for what you're doing in us and through us. We ask that you abide with us even during this session. Thank you for answering, Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The topic of my presentation is, God is never late. God is never late. And our text is going to be taken from four different books of the Bible. First, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 3. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 8-9 to says, Don't overlook the obvious here, friends. With God, one day is as good as a thousand years. A thousand years as a day. God is not late with his promise as some measure lateness. That's from the Message Bible. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, For I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. That's from New English Translation. And lastly, Romans chapter 8 verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8 verse 28, New English Translation. So, is it true that God is never late? Let me start by refreshing our memories with three incidences in the Bible. The first, the story of Lazarus. You can find that in the book of John chapter 11 verse 1 to 15. Lazarus was sick and a message was sent to Jesus. Jesus was a friend of Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha. Now Jesus refused to go to Lazarus. He delayed two days later until Lazarus died. On arriving there, Lazarus was dead. Why did Jesus delay? Was it because he cared less? No, he had a reason. Was he late? No, he wasn't late. The second story is the story of the children of Israel and how they were delivered from Egypt and how Pharaoh drowned. God delivered the children of Israel and the Egyptians were on their trail, chasing after them, seriously and furiously. They even followed them to the Red Sea. But at that point, the children of Israel cried out, Moses, did you bring us out of Egypt to drown here? In front of us is a huge, gigantic sea. Behind us are the Egyptians. What did you say God told you again? But God showed forth himself. And at the nick of time, the Red Sea was parted. And the Israelites marched through dry ground. And God allowed the children of Egypt to walk into that dry ground together with them. Why? because he wanted to destroy them finally and prove a point. Was God late? No, he wasn't. The third incident, which is not the least, is about the disciples in the boat during a storm. Jesus told them, let us pass over to the other side. Take note, it was the Lord who told them to pass over to the other side. And there was a storm, there was a tempest, it was raging. The billows were blowing and it looked like the boat was going to capsize. But guess what? Jesus was in that boat and he was sleeping, safe and sound. And the disciples cried, Master, don't you care that we perish? 
but he was there right at the nick of time and he saved them he calmed the storm was he late no at some point in our lives we have had to wait for something and waiting is not always a sweet experience we wonder why is god taking time we may even say god is late i've prayed and prayed yet nothing seems to be happening i've confessed every known sin i've asked in faith i've fasted and prayed yet my answers seem to be delayed why one thing is certain god is not bound by our concept of time there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven ecclesiastes 3 verse 1 god's time is the best time and the right time god's timetable is different from ours god sees the bigger picture and we can only see a fraction Isaiah 55 verse 8 to 9 for my thoughts and not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways says the Lord for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts God works with his purpose and not with our timing he does not work with our deadlines Jeremiah 29 verse 10 to 11 for I know the thought that I think towards you God is never late because he is God in him is no weakness everything he does is perfect he loves us I have loved you with an everlasting love, Jeremiah 31 verse 3. Why then does God delay? To increase our faith. Instant miracles don't increase our faith. But when you wait on God, your faith is stretched. You are groomed and your faith becomes stronger. Why then does God delay? To increase our vision. He had never referred to himself as the resurrection until he raised Lazarus. Do you remember the story now? He raised Lazarus after four days of waiting in the grave just to prove that he was the resurrection. He increased a vision that had never been seen before that time. Why does God delay to increase our testimony? Resurrection from death is more powerful than healing from sickness. Don't you see that the testimony of Lazarus became better, bigger and sweeter than if he was just healed from his sickness? To increase our compassion, when you go through challenges, you tend to be more sympathetic towards others going through the same challenge. If you've had the challenge of a carryover, for instance, as a student, you will be in a better position to encourage another one with the same challenge than a person who has never had a carryover. Why does God delay to manifest his glory? The Bible says he has formed everything for his glory. He is God and nobody can say to him, what do you do? He alone deserves the glory. God delays because he's waiting for the right time. Sometimes we might not be ready for what we are asking for. If God answers our prayers every time and whenever we want, it might destroy us. Don't forget, we only see in parts. God knows the bigger picture. For instance, you might be asking for a marriage partner and it's not forthcoming. What if there are attributes God still wants to trim in your life? What if he's still working on your partner? God might also be gauging to see if the answer will turn you away from him. If the answer will send you to hell, God will answer you only when you get to heaven. He loves you that much. God delays to teach us patience. He delays to strengthen us. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. He delays to get our attention. The Holy Spirit is missing somebody. Many of us will not pray if we don't have challenges. God values a relationship with him than anything else. If it takes a storm to get your attention, be sure that God is ready to give you a hurricane, a tornado. If the only time you get to talk to him is when you have difficulties, be ready to God, that God will give you tempests. God delays to develop our trust in him, to purify us. Have you noticed that when you've been able to wait patiently on God, he purges you of pride, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Job 23 verse 10. What do you do when you are experiencing delays? 
know that God's purpose is higher and greater than your deadlines. Learn to interpret your circumstances by God's love rather than interpreting God's love by your circumstances. Don't interpret your circumstances by God's love rather than interpreting God's love by your circumstances. Remember that God expects you to trust him absolutely even in hopeless situations. Know that Jesus knows and feels your pain. Know that God is awesome in power. Wait for him and don't become impatient. Don't compare yourself to others. Many times we feel the pain more because we look at the other and say, see how things is working out for that one. See how everything is always perfect in your life. Don't do that. Listen to this. There is no one, I repeat, there is no one who doesn't have a challenge in your lives. Except, of course, spirits. Even spirits have their own challenges. As long as you're a human being and you live in this world, you are going to have a challenge. Don't compare yourself with others. Whom resists headfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. First Peter 5 verse 9. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his glorious face. Be focused on Jesus. Look away from the challenge. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Meditate on his promises. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, these shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon you. Isaiah 43 verse 2. Count your blessings. No matter how God has delayed, there are some miracles he has done already. Count those ones and feel the joy. Sing, sing, sing and sing for joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Sing your favorite hymns. It confuses the devil when you sing during trying moments. Rejoice and be happy. It confuses him more. One thing we need to know is that Satan likes to paint God as wicked. This is all in a bit to discourage us. Don't allow him. Prove to him that you're not like him. Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain my own ways before him. Job 21 verse 13. What have you been asking God for, dear friend? Your marriage, your family, your work, your job, your admission, your children that carry over, financial difficulties, your, your siblings' salvation, your health, I plead with you to wait for God. He can never be late. He will be right on time. At this point of your life, you may be asking for some things in your life. It is not coming when you want it, but you need to wait. Wait, child of God. He will come and save you. He is never late. Once again, I am Hannah Asha Omiragi, and let's close with a word of prayer. And so, Lord Jesus, we thank you because you are never late. You are always on time. Give us the grace to wait upon you. Give us the grace to wait patiently for you in the name of Jesus. And I pray for that one, that one, that particular one listening this moment who is about giving up their faith. I pray that you encourage and strengthen them. May they feel your love. May they feel your worms this moment wrapping their hearts in the name of Jesus. We ask all this in thanksgiving, dear Father, for in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until I come your way again, remain blessed.